Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for On the Money, presented by Embassy National Bank. Welcome to this uh, a wonderful afternoon here in Atlanta. This is On the Money, brought to you by Embassy National Bank. And uh, this is Joe Moss. I'm the president of Embassy National Bank and will be moderating this show. Today, we're going to talk about a very, very important topic. And I have brought someone here that knows this topic backwards and forwards. We're going to talk about customer service and how important it is in today's world. Uh, Naveen Shaw, who is a vice chairman of Embassy National Bank and one of the co-founders, he's also a director there, is joining me. Um, I kind of consider Naveen as a champion of customer service. He owns two... I like that title. (laughs) He owns two Hamptons, one out in Conyers and uh, one in Covington. Uh, Some of you may know Hampton is very well known for its customer service programs. Uh, Over the years, uh, Naveen is a very successful local business owner here in Atlanta. He started buying shopping centers in 1985. He has bought and sold well over 10, uh, has done that extremely well. Naveen, welcome to the show. Thanks for coming. Uh, thanks for inviting me. Okay. I want to talk about your favorite topic, <laughs> customer service. Okay. Um, and I got some questions here. Um, what is the what is the most important part of a good customer service program in a company? Okay. Number one is we always have to think that customer is always right. Even though uh, sometimes you feel that the customer is not telling you the truth, you always have to think that customer is always right. In today's world, are there? What do you do when you know the customer's not right? What do you do? Well, sometimes it happens, but we have found that nine hundred and ninety-nine times of the thousand, the customer is always right. Naveen, I think you're correct. Uh, but I guess even when you know they're wrong, you need to act like they're right, correct? Yes, that okay. is so correct. Right. Um, why, in in my position, for example, as president of the bank, I always only hear gripes. I never hear good stuff. Is that typical? Uh, no, that's not true. The oh. reason is when it comes to money, the customer is very sensitive. It is not a hamburger place or, or, or where you can talk about the food is good or food is not bad. This is very important because this is their uh, money. Okay. Now, when you approach a business, when you go into a business, um, what, do you, what impresses you about the customer service habits of that particular company? What do you look for? So the first thing first, whenever you have somebody facing the customer, whether it can be the front desk, it can be the the teller, you have to have a people with the right personality in that position because those people are going to reflect the attitude of that company. If you have a front row people who are not smiling or who are are talking to each other rather than looking at the customer face to face in their 
in their eyes, then that will reflect the good attitude, not so good attitude, or the bad attitude of the company itself. So the front front soldiers or front desk people or the counter people are so important part of the business. And that's that's always I've always often wondered about that because as you do well in a company, you're typically promoted away from the customer. Um, and the you're no longer face-to-face on a daily basis with the customer. Is that a trend that you think will continue, or do you think people are going to try to move back to where the good people are going to be in front of the customer? No, that is correct. That when some people in the front do very well, you're going to promote them at the higher position. But in any business, whenever you recruit the new people, you need to hire the people with the same attitude who are going to live for the promotion. So the trend of, of helping people, smiling face, positive attitude remains the, the backbone of the company. Where does customer service start in a company? Customer service starts from the top. The reason it starts from the top, when the front desk people, when the backhouse people, when they know that my CEO, my president is completely customer oriented, then their, your attitude will trickle down to all the way to the front desk. When you're talking to someone, what impress, what tends to impress you about someone that you're talking with in an environment like that, where you're the customer and they're there to help you? What, what, what helps you the, what impresses you the most? The cost, we, the, I guess what we need to do is look into the customer's face and look into their eyes and you need to make the customer believe that you are here to help that customer with 100% of attention. You're hitting on a couple of key points Uh, and I want to ask you this question because it's been asked for since the beginning of time. Are good customer skills born or can you teach them uh, that's a good question most of the people who are not born with the uh, uh, skill of the peoples you can teach them most of them can be taught people's skill and it is so important we all the company need to invest some money in in and uh, the attitude of the of the employees, how to serve the customer better. Um, and then the other thing that you mentioned that I've always heard, I heard this uh, for the first time about 10 years ago, you talked about making sure you find those employees that can provide customer service. I've heard the expression that it's all in the hire. Uh, and you've got to be so careful when you screen the the employee to make sure that customer service is first and foremost with them. And if you continue to do that, then all of a sudden you've got a company full of customer service friendly people. That is correct. Okay. Um, have we have we gotten has technology taken us too far? 
Yes, I think people are becoming more impersonal <laughs> because everybody is into their cell phone and the emails and this and that. I think personal uh, touch, uh, personal conversation is so important. Um, good point. I'm going to follow up on that in just a minute, but I do want to remind everybody this is On the Money, brought to you by Embassy National Bank, and I am uh, Joe Moss. We are um, talking to Naveen Shaw, an owner of Hampton Hotels and uh, board vice chairman of the board at Embassy National Bank, and he's talking about his favorite subject, which is customer service. Um, so I, I want to get back to the technology thing. So often in the younger generation, you'll see them all standing somewhere, and they're all on their phones. So how do you, it seems like that's being taught at a very early age. So what can we do as, as I'll affectionately call us the old schoolers, what can we from the old school teach these children about personal relationships? Uh, that's a good question. If, if you remember, the Starbucks started on the assumption that younger generation wants to be alone, but they don't want to be lonely. So if you go in a typical Starbucks, there are all the people sitting there and, and doing their own things, but they don't want to do that at their home. So, so we need to create that kind of an atmosphere with our client, customers, uh, guests, that we are here to help you. But at the same token, we don't want to intrude in your privacy. In a, uh, in a company, if you have a formal customer service program, what are some of the key components that, that, that a company should have in their customer service program? So, so I, I think the customer service program should, uh, should have the classes, the people, uh, the small company who cannot afford in-house uh, consultant, then they need to go to send the employees the, uh, to the uh, consulting company who teach how to do better in the customer service. And it's also important to get feedback from the customer, correct? Yes, that is so correct. Um, so every company should have some kind of a survey. And that survey, it could be electronics, it could be paper, it could be sent it through email, it can be posted inside the, the company, and the customer can pick it up, and then they write it, what was good about the company, what was not so good about the company. And the most important thing in a comments, how can we improve? We need to ask from the customer, what can we change to make our customer service better, or what we can do to make you a happier customer. And one of the things I've noticed is that as companies get, they want to differentiate themselves by customer service. For example, Chick-fil-A is one that I notice. I go into a Chick-fil-A and I get a really good chicken sandwich um, and I sit down and enjoy it. I, at one point, I had a lady come by and ask me if I need anything else. On about the fourth time, I said, no, I really don't need anything else. Can you take 
customer service too far? Uh, that that is correct. Sometimes we all overdo customer service, and that's why I come back to what I said before, that sometimes people like to be alone and not lonely, but they want to be left alone. But you have to make them believe that we are going to leave you alone until we are here to serve you if you need us. And then you have to be there. Then you have to be there. So if the customer comes in and, and, and you get up for, let's say, sugar or, or milk or whatever, uh, and you are sitting in a Chick-fil-A, then that must be a person. You go to a person who says, I need a little milk. That person says, sir, I'm bringing it to you. It has to be right there and then. It doesn't matter what is the position of the person whom you asking. So in, in that example, if... In one of your hotels, if you're there and someone says, I need something, do you call someone and tell them to go get it? What do you do? That's the things you never do. You say, sir, I will bring that to you, or I'm going to pick it up, or I'm going to bring it myself. So you do it yourself. You have to do that yourself. You have to put your ego outside the door of your company when you go and work for your company. Doesn't matter what is your position. Um, this whole thing sounds like a servant mentality that we're here to serve, and we're not always taught that in today's world. Actually, know? bankers has taken this for a granted. Banking industry has the worst service records than anybody else because they always think that we have the money and people have to come to us to get the money. But that attitude needs to be changed. Across the board? Across the board. I Bankers was, are the worst customer-oriented people I know. I was... I may have found one that's just as bad. <laughs> I'm a uh, two-million-miler with Delta, Uh Previously, I flew all over the place. And one night, I swear to you this is true, it was a full airplane, and it was late. I was the last, one of the last people off, and one of the flight attendants looked at another flight attendant and said, this would be a really great job if we didn't have to deal with all these people. And I looked and I thought, what an incredible thing to say. Um, so is the customer important? What what would we do without customer? We need to remember we have a job. We are there because the customers are there. And they are. And now in today's world, everybody's got a choice too. That is so correct. Now within Hampton, what does Hampton do that's so special about within customer service? Is the that's the only hotel company give you one hundred percent guarantee, and you have to authorize every one of your employees to give that 100% guarantee satisfied to every single guest. In other words, you are a guest. You go downstairs and you tell that there was a bug in my sink. And the, the person standing in the front desk says, okay, Joe, you know what? The room is on me. You will not be charged for this room. And with that kind of attitude, do you find people take advantage of that? Of course. Of course. I'm telling you, one in 1,000 customers, one person will cheat you. But that will bring you other 90 customers back. 
Now also so understand- every quarter you give away, they did a mathematical study. They says every quarter you give away, you will earn five dollars. That's interesting. The other expression is you could step over a dollar to pick up a nickel. Yep. I guess you could say it that way yep. too. Correct. Now, when we were talking a couple of weeks ago, you said the something about a, a an act can be forgiven, but an attitude can never be given. Okay, I mean, so what does this that mean? is this is so true. Uh, I I heard this from one of the executive of the hotel company, and he said that your mistakes can be and will be tolerated but your attitude will never be tolerated in other words when i come to your company whether it's a hotel company whether it's a bank but when i find out that the person working in this company has an attitude towards me then i will never return so you could have a mistake in a room in a checking account, on a loan payment, on uh, in a grocery store, but you'll get forgiven if it's a, if if you correct the mistake. But if you cop an attitude when you fix the mistake, that'll never be forgiven. That or is forgotten. so yeah. That is so correct. Let's just say some customer came in your office and says, "You know, Joe, I you have a mistakes in my bank statement," and uh, and then Joe says, "Well." Let me fix it right now. Joe should never tell the customer to wait. And Joe says, okay, let me get somebody else to fix it. That is the attitude. When you say, sir, you sit right here, let me find out where the mistake is. Okay. I want to just remind everybody, this is On the Money, brought to you by Embassy National Bank. I'm Joe Moss. And we're having a great conversation about customer service with Naveen Shaw, who is vice chairman at the bank and uh, also a hotel owner. Um, Naveen, within the Hampton franchise, it sounds like we're promoting Hampton, but that's fine because they do everything pretty well. Um, I understand that if I request a certain pillow at one Hampton, that that same pillow will be waiting for me at another Hampton. Is that true? Well, that is usually true because we put in a customer profile. So if your customer profile is you need a hard pillow and that goes in a computer. So when you make a reservation from Atlanta to California, that information is conveyed to the hotel in California. And the guy look at it and he says, okay, Joe Moss needs a hard pillow. So they will have the hard pillow in your room. And then I also want to, ask a question along the line of since I'm a former accountant profitability can Hampton charges a little bit more than the competition but you justify that because you provide a serious uh, advantage in customer service and have you found that to generate more profitability in the long run that is so correct uh, I give you an example you go to McDonald's or you go to uh, other places, you're not going to see how much they're going to charge me for the hamburger, whether they charge me dollar fifty-five or dollar seventy-five. You're going to go to a place who provide better services for just about the same price. Mm-hmm. Okay, so people are not looking for diamond and nickel. People looking for how you're going to make them happy. 
I noticed that the other day I was watching a, a Walmart grocery commercial talking about the difference in Walmart pricing versus uh, other leading brands. And I guess they were referring to Publix. And they said on this particular basket of groceries, I would have saved 25, 30 bucks. I don't care because I like the people at Publix. And it, it seems like that people people want to do business where people appreciate them and, and get to know them. And you remember uh, that Fox Business just asked the same question to the people in Starbucks, that how can you get away with charging $5 for a coffee? <laughs> and the guy says, it's not complicated. We're making people smile. And when people are happy, they are not going to do diamond nickel. So charging money for your services is okay. And the other thing that you notice when you go to a Starbucks is that people will remember what your order is if you've been in there. I've always been smiled at by the person taking my order. And typically, if I've been in there several times, that person's going to know what my order was. And I think they teach that. That is correct. Yeah. Well, um, and the other thing is, is it's so important to remember the guest name, the name of your customer. So let's say you are a, a Joe Morris as your customer. You see him in a grocery store. You must remember, this is my customer. Joe, how are you? Remembering people's names are so important in today's business world. Hmm. Um, if a company uh, decides today that the CEO decides my customer service is lacking. I need to do something about it. What should they do? Where do they start? First thing first, he needs to look in the mirror and see how he is doing the customer service before he can teach or talk about it. That's, and then from there, if he if he's becomes the champion, are there people out there that can help? Is that something he just needs to do? Or is it as simple as saying we're going to take care of the customer? Uh, I think the the chief executive attitude will go through your employees. Believe me, it will go quicker than you think. When you um um when you go to a we talked about this and I've already asked you about this, but I want to go back to it. When you when I go into a business, or specific, specifically when you go into a business, what is What's the thing that you notice first? Uh, people. People people, and people are the most important part of the business. And There are two parts of the business, people and parts. Part comes later. People come first. That's interesting. Everybody can sell the parts, whether you're selling the muffler or whether you're selling the coffee. Coffee remains the same no matter where you go. But the people serving the coffee, people selling the parts, are more important than the parts itself. All right, let's talk about some of those positions that are not necessarily in the line of the customer. Uh, years ago, I had heard an expression that, that has really sunk in with me. It was uh, an acronym, CARE, C-A-R-E, and it stood for Customers Are Really Everywhere which meant that as an employee, even though I might be a bookkeeper, my customer is 
the person that I hand my entries to. I've got to always think about the other person first. Uh, that is so correct. So let's say you are going in a PDA meeting and then always think that one of these person can be coming to my bank. So you always have to put your ego on the side. Never think that you are a chief executive officer. You tell the person that, listen, I'm in a banking business. If you need any help for anything to do with the bank, please don't hesitate to call. And even if you're not in a customer Correct. position, you still have uh, uh, you, you still should have the desire to serve whoever you're working for. Yeah, because that company is making money on the customer service, and you are getting the paid because your company is successful. So every one of us in our company is a traveling salesperson. Whether you travel to your PDA meeting or whether you're going coffee with the neighborhood or whatever. It, something just occurred to me. I want to ask this question. I've always wondered it. Can a company get too big? You know, the, uh, okay, this question was asked by somebody uh, uh, in Marriott, uh, J.W. Marriott. So Marriott asked, answered this question so correctly. And that answer was that, listen, you take care of your employees. And employees will take care of the guest. Hmm. So in other words, if you train every single employees, 36,000 hotels around the world, you train them right and they will take care of the customer. So same thing is so true in every business. You tell your employees what to do and how to do the customer service and they will take care of your guests. All customers. So the employee is really the customer of the CEO. That is correct. So this, and I've often seen organization charts built or, or demonstrated where in the old days, the CEO would be at the top of the chart and then the branches come down. But the best one that I've seen lately is where the, or, the CEO is at the bottom of the chart and then he's got influence going up so that the people that are at the customer front are the ones that are the most important in the organization. That is so true. Um, let's talk about the banking business. We Banking business has been through a hard time. Um, for the larger banks, I'll say that they brought it on themselves, but that's conversation for a whole nother afternoon. Um, but, you mentioned bankers have a tendency to think that customers are there for them and not the other way around. That is correct. And in today's regulation world, how do you twist that around a little bit? I think it's hard habits to break, but the lenders, the bankers needs to understand they need good customers. If they don't have a good customers, if they don't pay the money on the loan, then we don't have business, and we don't have a business, we can survive. And I've often said um, that in banking, it may be one of the few businesses where one of our jobs is to keep the customer from hurting himself. And so providing good customer service is, is almost uh, providing a, a, a professional advice to keep the customer from hurting himself. That is correct. Because we're the ones lending the money. We don't want people falling on their sword all the time. But And sometimes 
you got to help them out. You got to say, you know, this may not be the very best idea. That is correct. Okay. Um, all right, let's let's zero back in on a. But can I go back to what you were saying about the bankers? Yeah. Uh, until now, I never had a trouble of borrowing the money, and and I had four or five banks offering me the loans, and I went to the bankers whose attitude was so nice to me. Doesn't necessarily mean it was the cheapest. And you probably didn't go with the cheapest, did you? That's correct. You've often told me the story of the the, the banker that showed up at your doorstep one yeah. Saturday afternoon with the loan package. Right. Uh, this is Embassy. Um, I'm sorry. This is On the Money brought to you by Embassy National Bank. This is Joe Moss, and we're having a great conversation on customer service with Mr. Naveen Shaw, who is vice chairman at, at Embassy and also a, a hotel owner of Hamptons out in Conyers and Covington. Um, I'm going to ask, uh, get into another subject here relative to the conversation, and that is when you specifically go into a bank, let me ask you this, how often do you go into a bank? Well, most people go to the bank at least at least once a week. Once a week. What do you look for when you go into a bank? Uh, when you go to the bank, you need to see that if the people are smiling, people are happy working there. When people are happy working in that institute, I know they will take care of me. What, do you do anything if they're not happy? No, but you you can. It's not that you can change the account tomorrow, but people do. And um, on the loan side, where you're asking for money, how does that dynamic change? Uh, do, you, do you want the banker to tell you that maybe there's a better way to do this, or, or do you want him to just do what you ask him to do? Uh, well, no bank can give everybody the loan. That is less pace back. But at the same time, when you tell that potential borrower that you're not qualified for this particular loan, you don't have to ruin the relationship. You, you should be the first person to tell him without lingering the process that, listen, I don't think you are qualified. But you need to go to the, some other banks. They may qualify you. That brings us to another subject. And you brought it up earlier. Uh, is you as as a as a employee of the company have to know where to find other things if you don't provide them? Ancillary services. Let's say our bank don't cash the check, then our bank should know where we can send the customer to cash the check. And let's look at to another business um, in your hotel. Someone wants a drink and you can't do it. What do you do? Yeah, so you, 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 you know there are four bars around the hotel, and you need to know every single bar, how they operate, what they offer, what kind of a liquor they offer, whatever. You need to know everything about those businesses for you to recommend your customer or your guests to the other businesses. Does that also, can you, can you navigate that over to someone at Best Buy? A uh, furniture store, uh, that applies everywhere, doesn't that, it? That is so true. Or if someone at Chick-fil-A says, you know, I really want a roast beef sandwich, they ought to say, well, fine, go to Arby's. They got a good one right down the street. 
so, so I just went to a conference and the guy was speaking that people will look into your eyes and they can tell you you are genuinely interested in your well-being. In other words, if you tell somebody, whether it's a sandwich place or a best buy place, you need to really be interested in potential customers of well-being. And, and people people find that out quickly. And my dad told me this. So you ought to look at somebody every time you're talking to them. And that's a major problem with I see with people is that is they will turn away and talk or no, they won't listen when someone is talking to them. Worst I have seen people talking to their customer and then all of a sudden they take the telephone out of their pocket and look at their email. How can you dare to do this? Yeah, the phone. What, what do we? What did we do without cell phones? And so we need to completely shut off the telephone. Don't need even to look at that phone when you are talking to the customer. That's a good point. I was at a hotel one time and I was checking in, and right in the middle of the check-in process, the phone rang. They picked the phone up. My first thought was, wait a minute. I was in line first before that customer called. Take care of me first. That's you know, I guess this is not this is not as bad as people taking their personal phone out of the pocket and look at their girlfriend calling or not. <laughs> uh, uh, hold on to me. I got a phone call here. Let me <laughs> listen. This has been a great conversation. Um, Naveen, I want to give you the last couple of minutes here to talk about just to kind of sum it up. If, if you could just talk for a couple minutes on on uh, what impresses you the most, what companies impress you the most uh, on customer service, I'd love to hear about it. Well, uh, as O'Reilly would say, I'll give you the last word. Okay, the last word is during this recession, we all learn hard way. We all learn that business is sustained by the constant coming of the customers. And during this recession, we found out that there are not too many customers out there. We need to change completely. We need to have the customer-oriented attitude. I don't care what business you are in, whether you are in an accounting business, whether you are a pediatrician, whether you are in a hotel business, whether you are in a banking business. The first and the foremost of well-being of your potential customers. And that's those are great words. I, you talk about during the recession, I found myself doing bank uh, loan workout with developers that couldn't pay a bank back or shopping centers that were growing broke. And I always found if I treated those people with respect, more so than not, they would find a way to, to settle up their debt. And, but, and they would tell me stories of other organizations that were mean to them, talked down to them, would browbeat them over the head with lawsuits. And what do you think their reaction to those people were? They didn't want to do anything with them. I, I have been in shopping center business. Believe me, I have so many tenants didn't pay rent on time. I never kicked them out. I always try to work out the relationship because when you work out the relationship believe me 
they will be more loyal to you than anybody else. And it's a whole lot easier to keep a customer than it is to get a new one, isn't it? Right. You remember the Ford company wrote that to find one customer takes 80% of your time and to keep one customer only takes 20% of your time. There you go. That makes a lot of sense. A lot of sense. Well, Naveen, thank you so much. Uh, we've gotten to the end of our time here. I thought this was a really good conversation. Uh, it it helps everybody because not only is it going to help your business, but it's going to help your personal relationships as well. Because this is a 24-7 mentality that you have to take, uh, serving other people. And once you figure that out, this world will be a whole lot easier to walk through. Uh, thank you for inviting me. Well, good. I'm glad you're here. And um, um, we'll have you on again. This is a good conversation. Thank you, everybody, and uh, we'll talk to you next week.